0: Hey, thanks for listening to the Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports
1: Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Yeah! Right.
0: <laughs> Woo! Welcome to the show. Hashtag the show. Hashtag Kavino is awesome. Oh, yeah, and that's Rich. Kavino <laughs> oh, hey. and Rich. There he is. On Fox Sports Radio. Shout out to the iHeartRadio app, everybody listening on the app. Shout out to everyone listening in the future on the podcast. Thank you for following our podcast. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you had a Coach Prime sort of weekend. On the edge of your seat watching that game, sort of weekend. Oh, you, you know what? He couldn't lose that game. No way. Yeah, no way. To it would been coach so embarrassing. Norval Redenbacher, as you called him. Yeah, you can't lose to Norval Redenbacher after all that hype and all those celebrities there and everybody watching. Hope all your NFL teams won. It's a double doozy tonight, and we be rocking out. Let's go. Broadcasting right. live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And brought to you by Progressive
1: Insurance. Makes bundling easy and affordable. Get that multi-policy discount. Combine it all. Motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and
0: save at Progressive.com. Should we do our roll call? It's DJ Ramos, hey, Ramos. in the mix. Hello. With La Reina. Hello. How are you?
1: Oh, so great. So great. Hola.
0: And Danny G. Yeah. yeah Sorry about your Raiders, man. We're going to talk about them. Oh, yeah. yeah. All good. Danny said if it was a two-quarter game, they would have won. But. No, first drive. if, was, first yeah, drive if you game. stopped after
1: drive one, you know, Danny, I was so happy I didn't text you after Jimmy G moved the ball that first drive. I was, I was gonna text Danny like that's our guy, and I was oh, like, you know, what? He, let me not.
2: Rich, he was looking good in that second drive too, and then his pass got deflected for the INT, and he Oy. never
1: recovered.
0: Oy. Well, we're gonna talk about your observations and your obvious observations. There's no wrong answers when we do things that made you go hmm. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. And, of course, Dan Byers got your updates. Always good to see Dan Byers. Spotty's on the videos at Covino and Rich if you want to play along at home. But, again, hope Action. you had a great weekend. I was in I was in D-Town, Detroit Rock City. They put you up right by the tracks. Yeah, man, I was there. I was in it, in the mix representing. You should tell people you stayed on 8 Mile. Well, you know it's wild. You should, you should be like, yo, I'm tough. Our show is huge in Detroit, so I'm having a peaceful breakfast and I'm sitting next to this jabroni, and he's like, hey, I think I listen to you on Fox Sports. I think we're on like a pretty big channel uh, in Detroit.
2: It's a 50,000-watt station Shout there Shout out to
0: the affiliates and everybody listening. But what's up, Detroit? So I'm eating my healthy breakfast, and this guy's chatting it up about the Lions. And I'll tell you what. My first observation, Rich. Is it that healthy? <laughs> no. I, let, me guess, let me guess what you were eating. Yeah, go ahead. Probably
1: some corny fruit bowl. I had a fruit bowl because
0: it was a healthy option. Oh, with, par- with yogurt. yogurt, like oh, a parfait. Some sort of like a egg white omelet with a little fruit bowl and some toast or something. Yeah. God, you're such a bacon. Anything? But yeah, mostly great conversation with the fine people from Detroit. That's what I enjoyed the most. And you know what? Before I talk about my lion's observation, I have a question to ask. Does every city have those little trolley things where they pedal around and they have bachelorette <laughs> parties and they just drive around town? They're like, yeah! I've never done that. That is like a, I would say the last decade or so. But it was huge in Detroit. And and you and I- In Detroit? The last time Rich and I, as a show, were in Detroit, last time we were there, was 2006 Super Bowl when- the Steelers beat the Seahawks. That's how long it's been. I don't remember that scene or that vibe there. <laughs> the last time you were there was when Jerome Bettis went home. Yeah. That so, was,
1: <laughs> no, that's was. that been a scene in Nashville.
0: It, yeah, they not, had it in like Cadillac Square, yeah. Detroit. It was like a whole party scene that I'd never seen before. Well, Danny, and you're describing,
1: it's like 10 people are pedaling like they're riding a bike, but they're drinking, <laughs> yeah. and this thing's moving yeah. along. Usually, I've seen them in Austin. They were I've everywhere. seen them in Nashville. I've seen them in New Orleans, like party cities.
0: But now Detroit, huh? So you know how when we worked in New York, Rich, we were one of the first cities to have those city bikes, and we wondered, do all the cities have these little things? Mm-hmm. We could rent the bicycle and ride it around town. I'm asking, is this the new rage where all cities have these now? Because I only knew them in select cities, like you mentioned. I didn't know they did that in Detroit, but it was everywhere, dude. It was everywhere this weekend, and I got to tell you, I'll I'll include my observation. That Lions buzz is real. The Lions fans were yeah. When you
1: normally, buzzing. when you normally have not much to be excited about, mm-hmm. so maybe I was adding and to the party. You were going into your home opener, Lions fans, thinking maybe that's why they were renting these things you know, out. You I got don't know. This one.
0: Have you I, ever done that? I feel like that's your vibe. Well, first of all, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. It means it's kind of corny, but I guess it's kind of fun. <laughs> kind of like you. <laughs> it's okay to laugh it's true kind of freaking
1: corny kind of fun but I'll tell you everybody was having a great time I feel like uh, I could see people doing that on a little couples weekend or a bachelorette party or something I I do think it's interesting that everyone just decides I want to pedal while I'm drinking to me maybe you're saying oh I'm going to burn
0: calories while I'm getting trashed but doesn't it make it like make you get drunker quicker I don't know but people were raging you're you're, you know you're expelling energy and you're like but here's the deal as long as someone
1: I mean is there someone sort of controlling it? Because you can't have 10 drunk
0: idiots, you know, driving something around. My observation is this. I feel like Detroit has a bit of a stigma because we all saw 8 Mile. Let's just leave it at that, right? And the last time we were there, that's kind of how it felt, to be honest. I went there. Everyone was having the, the time of their life, and I had such a great time. Um, I feel like it's a, it's a different vibe. Everyone's pumped about the Lions, and everyone's partying on those little trolley things. So you didn't wander into any random rap battles? No, no wow. rap battle. Look, I'm sure there's, there's sketchy <laughs> so I just areas. just walked into a warehouse. There's and sketchy, sketchy oh, wow. Let's be fair. You know, in every city, there's sketchy areas. But I had a wonderful time. In Detroit, in the Motor City, again, representing Fox Sports Radio and you, SXM. I went to the auto show. I saw some flying cars. Oh, some, I saw you post that, some, yeah. Some concept cars that we'll never see. Who's there, a Spacely Sprocket or exactly. Cogswell Cogs? I saw some flying new cars. cars. I, I I chilled with a bunch of Lions fans. And I almost got on one of those trolleys. but um, Burned down an abandoned building with B-Rabbit. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, there's so many nice spots that I ended up at and met so many cool people, so it's good to be back in town. You know what makes me think? That if you went to a city,
1: our parents are way guilty of this. They'll describe some crap from 25 years ago as if it's still that way. Like, oh, that brand stinks. So that city or town, it's like, yo, things change. You want me to prove it to you? And, you know, you go to your own hometown and you're like, Oh, yeah! This area used to be nicer. Wait, that used to be the hood. Now it's nice and has a Starbucks. Exactly. Things are constantly changing. So when you said the last time we, as a show, were in Detroit, was '06 for the, you're right, the
0: Jerome Bettis Ben Roethlisberger victory over the Seahawks, and it felt like Detroit. That was a long time ago. And I don't mean that as any insult. Some badassery going on in Detroit. Went there this time, had a fun. Different sort of vibe and energy about it. And I had a really great time. But to prove your point, Rich, Kia once had a a sort of stigma to it. Kia. And I was at the auto show. I'd say arguably the coolest cars and the coolest concepts were all coming from Kia. still not buying a Kia. You're not, but a younger person doesn't know the older stigma. All they know is that car looks cool. So at the auto show, the Kia which, by the way, looks like a Nine Inch Nails car. It looks like the Nine Inch Nails logo. I'm telling you, it had the coolest new cars coming out. So I was at the auto show, <laughs> and people were repping the Lions so hard that I will say this, and we were on the pulse, Rich, because we, we did say, who's got more hype right now, the Lions or Colorado? We talked about that. By far here, Colorado. It, by far Colorado, especially after that big win and the Lions lost. But I am here to say... My goodness, the buzz is real. I was even watching at a bar, at a at Alliance Bar in Detroit, and people just so fired up about Detroit and so fired up about Goff. They've really embraced him to next levels. So that's my first observation, and I'll open it up to you, Fox Sports Radio Nation. 87799 on Fox. We are Cavino and Rich. It's a double doozy, a double doozy. Of Monday Night Football, but what were your observations this weekend? You could say it's a double do's day. Double Whatever that day, means. man. Double do's I don't
1: think either game, you know, if they watch, they'll end up both being great games. But as of right now, I'm not like super pumped about either.
0: I mean, it's just always nice to have football on. But it just
1: shows you any NFL game is watchable. Where other sports, there's no way on planet Earth you're watching a random game on a given night in any other sport. But the National Football League gets you to be interested in the Saints-Panthers.
0: Now, Rich has lots of observations, so this is what we call, before we play the last one standing today on Monday, and give away some prizes, before we talk about Coach Prime, things that made you go, hmm. Let's go, baby! Things that make you go, hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. Like I said, my first observation, man, that Lions hype was real. And it was a nice little walk-off tutty TD from the Seahawks that sort of quieted that buzz a little bit. Yeah. The vibe sort of changed after that. But, man, so excited about this team. The fans love this team. And they love how the team plays because it's very much Detroit. Not perfect, but they care a lot. Yeah. And they're gritty and they're tough. What if we're seeing the reality of things, though? Like, Still too early to say.
1: I well that's my my big observation is who are you? Who are you? I I, I say that to half ooh, the teams. Who are you? Ooh, 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 Wait, that's what they're singing?
0: What do you mean that they're singing?
1: That you, old song?
0: What do you mean? What are you talking? What do you mean that old song? What do you mean by that? The song that I'm
2: sorry. You thought It's they're
1: like saying- they use that song on a uh, mass singer. <laughs>
2: What did you think they were, think they were I saying? I thought they
0: were just being like ooh ah, ooh ooh. ooh <laughs> <laughs> and you want to admit that on national radio? They're singing even who if are they you? use it for well, a that mass singers because yeah. they use it on
1: mass singer. That's like right. who are? I mean, who who are the song is only what, sixty years so old now.
0: Who,
2: one of the greatest rock bands <laughs> in history.
3: You thought they were going? What were they? What? What was it? <laughs> ooh, ooh, just ooh ooh. ooh, I,
0: ooh. <laughs> yeah, some oohs and us. Ooh ooh, ooh ooh <laughs> ooh ooh. Wow. yeah wow that's just a wow 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 all these wow. years did your dad like sing it that way and that's why you think it's that wait who sings that the who
1: yeah maybe you heard of them i saw them at the halftime show i went to the super bowl where they performed at halftime and they're awful yeah. and you still don't know the words and they they're perform. awful
0: I, that's awful. Look, they're awful. i'm not a big who fan but to say who they're is. awful i mean millions of people do you know anyone that's like oh who on my list who stinks Ooh, 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 what, ooh, you ooh, don't like them? Ooh, ooh. Here's the guy that raves about the most garbage music I've ever heard, and you're gonna tell me the who stinks? Yeah, they pretty much. Who think. are you? Well, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm sorry. Not who are you? Ooh, 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 well, that's my first thing that made you go. Hmm. <laughs>
1: I learned that today. Wow. wow. Do Wait, you hear this? I can tell if you're serious. It's kind of that. hard
0: to respect anything else that comes out of his mouth after that. Crap. That, that's a good one. I'm, uh, I respect the fact that you were willing to own that. I can't tell if you're serious right now. Yeah, I know. Are you punking me right, right now? Well, let, me,
1: let me go over some of the things that made me go, hmm. So week two of the NFL, it really is a, wow, well, I can say, who are you?
0: Ooh, ooh. Who are you? Because there's teams where I'm like, what are they? What, are you Are you good or bad? It's, and that's, that's, it's that's the big. Again, we've established this. Even when we did our Sunday night show. We talked about it. We made a rule. We said what four six to weeks. Six? No, six, six weeks, weeks. right? No, yeah, true. We said you really, six weeks. You really don't know who anybody is until six weeks into the season. So just follow your own rule. <laughs> who are you? Who are you? You forgot your own rule. <laughs> it's it's the six weeks. Week. No, but it's like you feel like
1: you got a, a read. You know that's what it is. You feel like you might have a read on some of these teams. Sure. And then you are like, oh, wow, my I, no, I don't, I don't at all. Like like Buffalo, there were people that were like
0: Josh Allen, pff, overrated. Dude, this is the year he crumbles. Josh Allen looked unbelievable. Yesterday. I'll tell you what—the best assessment. I got to give credit to SVP. I was watching some Sports Center on uh, my guy? flight. Yeah, I'm the guy. I was—I uh, well, was on a plane. If that matters, it's not like I could go anywhere. Uh, so I'm on the plane watching, and he said, "It's just one of those—you live by the sword, die by the sword—sort of things." He plays reckless. He does. So that's either going to work for him or against him. And this week, it worked for him. He plays reckless, and those chances. That he takes work this week might not work next week. Yeah, Buffalo found their rhythm.
1: So to me, that was a, oh, all right. So are they the top-tier AFC team, or are they the sloppy team that lost to the Aaron rodgers list Jets last week? Week to week, you saw two different teams. Jags and the Chiefs. Kansas City did not look good, yet they found a way to win. Last week, they almost found a way to win not playing great football. So Kansas City is just—it's the—it's the opposite of Justin Herbert, where I feel like the the Chargers find a way to not win, okay,
0: where the, so where teams like the Chiefs find a way to win. Your biggest observation so far, and there's no wrong answers, guys. So please call us at eight seven seven ninety nine on Foxes. You're still trying to figure out an identity, trying to figure out where teams are standing. Who are they? Ooh 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 ooh, and. If you're going to talk about the Chiefs, my observation there, and I say this uh, respectfully, Ian Eagle made a corny-ass call. Now, look. Brilliant. He's a great broadcaster. I respect all broadcast especially on that level. You know what it takes to get to that level. You have to be good at yeah. what you do. But I thought it was kind of corny when he called the Kelsey touchdown. Come on. I thought it was kind to of corny.
1: Take a listen. Low snap. Mahomes moving pocket. Mahomes floats it up. Caught. Touchdown, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey finds a blank space for the score. <laughs> See what he did there? Blank space, Taylor Swift, Travis <laughs> Kelsey.
0: You think the Who's corny, but you like that? You, who are you? You're a weird guy. You know anyone that likes the Who better than Taylor Swift? I mean, I'm not a big Who guy. I, so yeah, but so, Definitely some guy out there. But that there's yeah. a lot some of people that like 75 the 75-year-old guy. Now... I thought again, respectfully, the guy's one of the best. I I respect any announcer on that level, but I thought that call was kind of forced, and it's what we call like sports funny. You do anything somewhat creative in sports, they give you way too much credit for it, and I think that call got. No, a little see, too I much. think
1: I think Iron Eagle nailed that, and I'll tell you why. First of all, he's got a really cool name, Iron Eagle. <laughs> that
0: is a cool name, but not only that. He's been a great a guy broad- with a cool name like that. He, Shouldn't he, go that corny. He's been
1: a great broadcaster for years. Yeah, and you know what? I'll give you this. It's the it's the same effect that Kevin Brown, the broadcaster on the Orioles, got. Kevin Brown, remember the guy that got suspended for telling the truth about his team, and then like he came back, and everyone's like, "Man, Kevin Brown's the man." And then for like one second on the air, he made a Blink One Eighty Two reference, and he's like, he imitated Tom DeLonge. Where are you? And everyone's like, oh my God, yo, this guy's so relevant. I think Iron Eagle does this corny blank space call. It was on the Today Show. It was on everything on social media. So while it is low-hanging fruit and a silly pun, and you might say corny, Ian Eagle got more love yesterday than he got in probably 10 that years of calling games. to show you,
0: here's all it shows you, the low expectation people have for sports humor. In sports entertainment, like really, that got that much credit that he's on the Today Show for that? Give me a break. I sure deserve it. So anyway, Iron Eagle, if you want to talk about that game, but your observations, I have a, I have a ton of them, and we'll take all of your thoughts next at
1: eight seven seven nine nine on Fox. Well, we'll go through each game real quick, and then I have like the top three things that we should all take away from week two. Again, it's it's a very much a week of who are you. Where are you? Like, what? Like, some of these teams, you're like, this team's lights out. They're great. Like, did you really think the Lions coming off an emotional week one victory over the Chiefs would come out on extra rest at Ford Field in Detroit and lose to a team that got smoked by the Rams last well, week? The sometimes
0: Seahawks? a team has your number, and the Seahawks have outscored the Lions by a lot in the past few encounters. Now, I have a random takeaway from that game. And I'll share it with you. And I'll give you my top three as well. And your phone calls at 877 99 on Fox. And if you can't call, hit us up on social media at Covino and Rich. Things that made you go, hmm, we get to your calls next on Fox Sports Radio. All right. Now, every man
1: needs an edge. The other guy working on his edge right now, whether you have one or not, testosterone levels at an all time low. T-levels in men decline at least 1% or more every year with age. Thankfully, there's a new champion of natural testosterone
0: boosters, and that is Chalk, C-H-O-Q. Chalk. So Chalked Up. Chalk it up, Chalk Coach it up. Prime Style, Chalked. We've been taking Chalk. Male Vitality Stack has been clinically studied to boost testosterone 20% in 90 days. So reclaim your game with higher t Maximize energy and laser focus at Chalk.com. Visit Chalk.com today. If you use our code CRSHOW, you're
1: going to get 35% off any Chalk subscription for life. Chalk.com, code CRSHOW, 35% off. Subscriptions cancelable at any time.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: Hey, you know what they're saying in this song, Rich, after uh, 60 years? Wait, hold on, one second. Oh, look at that. We're Cavino and Rich. Who are you? <laughs> we landed on the moon. All right,
1: CNR on FSR. We are live from the TyRack.com studio, the Cavino and Rich show, uh, sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can bring out a whole new you, and BetterHelp makes it easy to match with a licensed therapist, get a 10% discount your first month Online therapy at betterhelp.com slash CR show.
0: Who are you? 1978 by the who. So it took you uh, 45 (laughs) years to figure out what they're saying. I wasn't born yet. That's my dumb excuse. Rich's first observation of the week in the NFL is, well, who are these teams? Because he's still having a hard time figuring it out. But we established you really don't know until week six. That's every year. Six weeks is probably
1: the right amount of time. Okay. To give a team before you make a true assessment. Because there's teams, just looking at my notes. I, I took extensive notes. I won't bore you with all of them for uh, week two. But I mean, like, I, look at the Bengals and Ravens. Joe Burrows banged up again. They started 0-2 last year, made it to the championship game, right? Okay, so that's one of our common observations. I mean, but then again, Lamar Jackson looked like trash week one. Yesterday, Lamar Jackson looked like way more primed. And I'm thinking, well, that's also, you know week two. Week one, he didn't really play at all, you know, preseason. So Lamar Jackson, Zay Flowers look great. As as Coach Harbaugh said, Lamar just wants to win. I think that was a big takeaway. I think, Ramos, I know that was your Super Bowl pick on our in-show game, but the Ravens?
0: It could be a force in the AFC. Lamar Jackson looking better, but I think when you look at that game, it goes to show you how important preseason is. Joe Burrow's still out of sorts. He's banged up like you said. That's one of my big observations. One of the big observations of the weekend. 222 yards, two touchdowns, one INT, but not playing like the Joe Burrow we're ready to see. He's just not there yet, and he seems to be injured. So, Bengals 0-2. My second observation before we go to the phones. 877-99 on Fox for your observations. Things that made you go, hmm. Are the Jets going to have to make a move or what?
1: No doubt. I I so badly, I so badly wanted Zach Wilson to just play above average so that we could say, all right, he's the guy. Three picks later made me say to myself, oh, crap, this team team needs a quarterback stat.
0: Brees Hall coming out publicly saying that the reason they struggled is because he only got four touches. Stop it. Brees Hall had four touches for nine yards, but like you said, Wilson – through for 170 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions, and if they have this type of potential that we know they have, and he proves in the next week or two that he's not the guy, and we saw phase one of this, then what sort of moves are they making? I I do, and who do they get? Who who who, who. We go know, back who, to that. Who
1: do you get, Danny G? I mean, three picks. There were times where Micah Parsons made. I think Zach Wilson like. He, Did he make a little accident in his pantalones? There were times where Micah Parsons just had Zach Wilson looking scared. When we filled
2: in on the herd, I told you the Cowboys were going to have the Jets on the run. And that's when we thought Aaron Rodgers was going to be the quarterback. Yep. As soon as Rodgers went out hurt, we kind of had a little bit of a disagreement because, Rich, you said you got to appreciate what's in front of you. Because that may be your your best option and you don't know it. But my argument with you was we kind of know who Zach Wilson is. We've seen this movie before.
0: And we, he immediately we, got tested. Yeah. This week. I mean, and I mean, and Kavino, what are you
2: waiting for? This happened at the very yeah. beginning of the season. An injury like that to a star It's never start. good timing. But at least you have the whole season in front of you. What are you waiting for?
1: Yeah, Kavino, I'm going to th- throw the heat on Kavino. Because Kavino compared Zach Wilson to Brock Purdy last week saying, Hey, you don't know. And I said- I didn't we, compare the two. I said, you never know. Well, no one with, expected that. With Brock that. Purdy, yeah. we had never seen him. So- Everything he gave you was a surprise. Zach Wilson, we have a good year where it's like, yeah, he didn't do anything. Did we expect a month of hanging out with Aaron Rodgers? Like, do, do we expect the Aaron Rodgers magic to just rub <laughs> off on Zach Wilson? Like, That's what oh, I'm dude, saying. He's hey, a Covino, good he, backup. A good backup. Oh, he was on a reality show and Hard Knocks and our man Robert Sala is motivating. And Did we think that going to uh, Back to the Future on Broadway with Aaron Rodgers all of a sudden made Zach Wilson, like, good?
0: I saw someone on TikTok. Which is where you go for the best analysis for (laughs) the NFL. Exactly. Uh, Kavino and Rich and TikTok. Someone said that Zach Wilson looks like how a Disney movie about a quarterback would want the Disney quarterback to look. (laughs) <laughs> you know, Like <laughs> in a Disney bandana. football. Yeah. If there was a Disney movie about football, he'd be the quarterback. And that's what he's – I mean, honestly, so he's the perfect quarterback for that. For the Jets? I don't know, man. And Danny G, I think you're right. They're going to have to make those moves. Got to make some serious moves like Rich Davis in the early 2000s. This guy had moves. Now – let's go all over the league. Well, and I got my third observation. Oh, third. You asked the top see. three, bro. Your top three? You asked top three. Top three, go ahead. Top three, just based on everything Sean Payton said, everything I heard our boy Colin Cowherd say, and everything I saw with my own two eyes. Is Russell Wilson the oldest thirty-four year old you ever saw? Like what happened to this guy? He is not the same dude. Is he thirty-four or thirty-five? Thirty-four. He looks he's, like he's forty-four. Yeah, he's he's not the same guy. What happened to him? You know, Sean Payton kind of calling him out in the press conference. Like, he's got to make better decisions, and Russ got to play like Russ. And, man, Dude, we've both, done been if, if, uh, if you've been to your high school
1: reunion, 20-year reunion, everyone's roughly 38, 39. Everyone's, like, late 30s. Late 30s looks a lot different on different people. Some people are 38 and look in, like they're in their 20s. Yeah, maybe some people some 38. Some people are wear and tear. Look old as hell. Russell Wilson does not... He does not give off the vibes of, I got five
0: plus years left no, in the National no, Football no. League. He has to get crafty. Maybe he just can't play the same game he used to play. It's like, um, my my example would be a Greg Maddox. You know, he wasn't the flamethrower he was. He had to get crafty as he got older. Pedro he got craftier. Style. Pedro style is another great example. Um, um, So, Russell Wilson has to make some adjustments. I know it's an old story, but we were hoping that last year was a fluke. And... Just not looking like the same dude. So my third observation is, and I'm not rooting against the guy at all. Is he really done? Or does he just have to get crafty and reinvent his game? They can't finish.
1: They can't finish. They had leads in both of their games. And not only did they blow leads in both of their games, they let Jimmy G come back in week one. And yesterday, they were winning for the most part, and they let... The Commanders come back and beat them, and both of those games were at mile high. Both were in Denver, so they're 0-2, Camino, but they're 0-2 with two home losses. One's a division loss, so it's like the worst type of 0-2. You already blew two of your home games. got six left. You're 0-2? Broncos are (laughs) donezo.
0: Yeah, and And, and who do you blame? Because there's going to be more finger-pointing because, you know, do you blame Sean Payton? Do you blame Russell Wilson? What's the excuse now? So of course this was a storyline all of last year, but you were like, ah, he'll be back, you know. And that was a weird season. They weren't gelling like Magellan. So, oh, oh, I'm your like, computer's playing. I'm like, what's why playing? Why is the computer making noise here? Sorry, guys. Not sure what happened there. Won't happen again. I have a side thought before we go to the phone calls, Rich. Mm-hmm. Should there be fan accountability? It's an observation I made. Ah, David. Guys- Want to go to Jacksonville? You said let's go. Fan accountability. That wasn't the the whole point. Um, But we can go to David if you want. Let's go to Jacksonville.
1: You're on with Kavino and Rich. What's up?
2: Uh, Not much. How's it going, guys? What's up? Um, So, my big observation from the weekend is the SEC is dead. Um, No doubt. No doubt. You're right. Alabama struggled with USF. You had Georgia look beatable against South Carolina. The Florida defense that couldn't stop a nosebleed two weeks ago in Utah completely shut down that high-powered defense, offense in uh, Tennessee, and and I just don't think they strike the fear in the hearts of other college programs like they used to.
1: Not at all. Did you did you think you were like seeing things? I was checking on my phone. I'm like, whoa, whoa, Alabama three three in the th- like. No, no, that's got to be wrong. Like that's. I kept thinking my phone update was wrong. I'm like no, there's no way it could be three three. No, it's, it's wrong. It was. uh, Michael in Virginia. What's up, man? What up,
0: Michael? Things that made you go, hmm, in the weekend of sports, football, and whatever else you observed.
2: How Brandon Staley still has a job as the L.A. Chargers uh, head coach because not one, not two, not three, but lost the three uh, straight games having the lead, and that includes the Jacksonville Jaguars playoff game. How in the world does Brandon Staley still have a job as a head coach? I –
1: don't get it they can't finish I I wonder how many close games they've lost over the last couple years they probably I bet you if you looked it up they've lost more close games than any other team over the last couple seasons and after that blown playoff loss Danny G we were talking about this earlier while we were uh, prepping for the show he should have very well lost his gig after that playoff loss and he, he got a chance and now just two close losses like
2: that makes you feel like they're one of the cursed organizations out there yeah. Because they find creative ways to lose. That's yeah, not easy, <laughs> and it's not. And, and you, yeah. hate, you oh, hate. That's a to creative put, one. Yeah. I mean, you hate to put that rap on any NFL team, but they are
0: like the Clippers of the NFL. Uh-huh. All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Your observations from Week Two, things that made you go, hmm. Ken in, Ken in Stockton.
1: Stockton. What's up, Ken? What up, Ken Kniff? Hey, could be no Rich. What's up, man? Orally.
2: I would call more often, but I have something that prevents me from calling so much. Work. Oh, okay. (laughs) But anyway, um, Matthew Stafford, he's a top 10 quarterback, but you don't want it lost because of those two interceptions. It pissed me off. That's what made me go, huh?
0: Stafford, 307 yards, one tutty, two INTs. You know what I observed from that game? Rich, I love watching your 49ers. They're exciting, right? Yeah. But... Man, how many 49ers fans were at the game? I saw our boy Jordan Schultz post that too. Yeah, a lot of red, yeah, they, man. They was, they, 49ers
1: fans travel, man. There's a lot of fans. Now, 49ers found the way to win. They were the better team. But the Rams battle, man. Stafford is great. We really downplay how good Matthew Stafford is. He can't do it all. And what's what's funny about missing Cooper Cup, all of a sudden, Puka Nakua. Oh, Yeah. 15 catches?
2: Mm-hmm. Broke a record, right?
1: 147 yards? Um, I really didn't see much in Nick Bosa yesterday. I don't know if you acknowledge that. I was like, where the hell was Bosa yesterday? Not really a factor. Uh, they moved the ball pretty easily. The Niners are just the better team. And there's another layer of that game I want to get to in a few, and it has to do with gambling. But let's go to our boy Dan Beyer for an update. What's up, Dan? What's up, Dan? Guys, busy day today. Kansas City Chiefs
3: restructured the deal of quarterback Patrick Mahomes. This includes Mahomes getting a $210.6 million of guaranteed money over the next four years. That's the most that any player has received in NFL history over a four-year span. Now his average annual salary of $52.6 million will be second to just Joe Burrow, who's averaging $55 million per season with his new deal. The Chiefs and Mahomes also will look to restructure the deal after the 2026 season. Now, speaking of Burrow, head coach Zach Taylor says that they continue to evaluate the quarterback's injured calf. He re-aggravated it late in that loss to the Ravens yesterday. He'll have an extra day to try to recover because the Bengals don't play until Monday night of Week 3. He's rocking a Therac on, the
0: on the sideline like Rich does.
3: Yeah, and I, I thought if it was injured that. Maybe you wouldn't want to use that on there, but they continue to evaluate. It's the uh, first night tonight, by the way, of back-to-back weeks where we have double headers on Monday Night Football. Saints and Panthers tonight, seven fifteen Eastern, then Browns and Steelers at 8-15 Eastern. On Thursday night, Rich's Niners take on the Giants, and New York will not have running back Saquon Barkley. Expected Aww. to miss about three weeks because of that sprained ankle suffered in yesterday's win against Arizona. ESPN the first with that news. In college football, Michigan State notified suspended football coach mel tucker that they are terminating his contract with cause he has 77 million dollars left on his contract and now has seven days to respond to the notice in other news in a lengthy social media post six-time major champion phil mickelson admitted he suffered from a gambling addiction says he is now in recovery and guys not betting on football back to
1: you
0: thank you dan byer uh, well,
1: we are live from the tyrack.com studio, and we're going to go over more of your observations. And then, uh, speaking of gambling, an interesting thought about the end of the Niners-Rams game, plus a whole slew of games we haven't even talked about yet, and your phone call, so hang tight. we got more Covino and Rich next. Now, speaking of uh, gambling, football's back in full swing. Another week of epic games. In fact, you got two games tonight, a double Monday nighter.
0: Double Tuesday. Who's got you covered? It's a doozy.
1: DraftKings Draft Sportsbook.
0: Jinx, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football, get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out in the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September.
1: Get in on the NFL Week 2 action. Again, doubleheader tonight, DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use our code CRSHOW when you sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and you take home $200. Instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code CRSHOW. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877 8 hope Y or
2: text hope and 467 369 In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, Licensee Partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles in Louisiana, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance
1: tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all their current special
0: offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's slash tire sports tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be.
3: There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time.
0: fox sports radio nation and we're wrapping up things that made you go hmm your observations from this week and football and sports in general could be a fight you watch could be whatever Nah, it's football dude but let me give you my last um observation rich and we'll wrap it up with your phone calls and your top three and of course we're gonna play prime numbers which i get so nervous for by the way danny yeah. g man you get me all nervous He's like, all right, who wears number 35? And I'm like, oh, I'm racking my brain because I stopped remembering that when I was 12. <laughs> yeah.
2: You uh, took it back to two months ago, too. We're calling it last one standing. Oh, what
0: did I say? Prime numbers? Yeah. Uh, that's last one of the categories now. Prime numbers is a category. See, he's so flustered. I'm like, See, I get so nervous thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. um, so my observation is this. We already talked about the Giants and their win over the Cardinals. Did we? Oh, we touched on it. But. They came back from a 20-point deficit, and when you have all these East Coast friends like we do, I said there needs to be fan accountability because, you know, for the first half of the game, I'm seeing all these people making posts on social media about, they effing suck, season's effing done. That, that felt same old, I know, but, but you know, where's that energy when the team comes back and wins? And if, unfortunately, Saquon Barkley's hurt. I think no, that's no, fair. no breaks in the bones. Yeah, but dude, you can't be so quick to dump on your you team. Can. When and you can, all no, of a no, sudden, no, no, like, no, no. oh when, man, we're, you, oh, we're back. No, and it's like you can't. Fair weathered, are you? No, that's what. No, that's being a dude, fan. The game's not even over, though. I no. know it look I know it looked glum. I no. get it. I was watching the game. But, I mean, I think Were there needs you? to because be – Where you? Because if you're a Giants fan and you're watching that game and I you was. got blanked
1: 40 so, nothing by the Cowboys and then you start out being down 20 nothing to the worst team in out the You're outscored
0: 60 nothing. You're not right? allowed to say season's over? Season's over, but it's like, hey, man, game wasn't even over yet. They came back and won. I feel like you owe them an apology after that. A little fan accountability is all I'm saying. A nice comeback win, unfortunately, Barkley's out. But – Props to the comeback, That was and the, Daniel Jones with his 321 yards and two touchdowns.
1: That was the most must-win week to yeah, oh a yeah. game, and I'll tell you why, because they're going to get their ass handed to them Thursday oh, night I agree. I by agree. the 49ers in Santa Clara. But so again, the Giants have to go across the country now and play in four days without Saquon Barkley against arguably the best team in the NFC. So if they would have lost to the Cardinals, they would have been oh. And three in a division with the Cowboys and the Eagles, you might as well have been like, "All right, let's you know, let's think about next season." So
0: nice comeback. That was such a such a must win, and now you got to just must win. But I think the fans, again, the people posting all this hate, need to come back and be like, "Ah, just kidding. I was kidding." Mm, It's just it looks um, very two faced on social media when you see the fans' response. Who
1: are the Giants playing? Week four. I know you don't like to look ahead, but week four is crucial for them because I can't see them. And I'm not saying this just because I'm a Niners fan. I can't see them traveling 3,000 miles, four days later playing without Saquon and beating the 49ers who nah. are about to have their home opener. I'd be I'd be shocked if that happened. If you're, I mean, Gi- everybody well, if you're a Giants fan, then you have week four, Monday night against the Seahawks, and maybe you could level things out two and two. That's got to be the goal because I don't think... Does it, I mean... Stranger things have happened. It is early in the season. But, Danny, is there anyone that thinks no. the Giants are going to go into San Francisco and win on Thursday night?
2: No, which is exactly why you and your 49ers should be cautious.
1: Yes. Don't look past it. It's a very easy – oh, they don't have Saquon? Oh, man, they're going to whoop them. Mm-hmm. So, observations from week one. I, I mean, we went over most of them, but my top three do have to do with the Giants. It would have been disastrous. The, it would have been – Season ending for them. You can't start zero two, and then two days, three days later, have to fly out to San Francisco. It would have been a, a bad on every level. I think that Baker Mayfield is making the most of his chance, and I feel like he's like the underlying great feel good story of this season. They're two and zero. He's fun to root for. He's matured a bit and still plays hard. So I How think about Evans
0: too still playing big. Oh yeah, you know every time he he throws a nice pass to Evans, I feel like. I'm reminded of the shoes he had to fill. No doubt. You know, because like Evans was catching TD passes from Tom Brady, you know, Super Bowl champion. And that just adds to the pressure. So to see him step up like that, it's pretty impressive. I think in that same game, though, could we all agree? Like
1: Justin Fields, what happened to this big step forward? We thought DJ Moore, we got all these weapons. And they're all all offensive minded. That interception when they were like, pinned in their own head zone, and he blooped a little a little what attempted to be a screen pass that the defender pretty much just tapped up and caught for a, a pick six. That was embarrassing.
0: And you see, again, so many bad decisions.
1: Sacked six times, two picks. What's wrong with the Bears? I thought they were on a mission to, you know, there were people that thought that division stinks. Hey, maybe the Bears bring it.
0: There have been Again, because you saw a significant improvement last year. Not seeing that this year.
1: You saw improvement on a team that couldn't win, but mm-hmm. you were like, remember I said last year the Bears were the best three win team ever? Because they were sort of in every game. They're garbage. They're hot garbage so far, yeah. Colts Richardson, I wrote down that he looks fantastic, but he seems to be a guy that is gonna be injury prone if he doesn't play it a little safe. He's that guy that in college he could he could, you know, pretty much use his size and athleticism and strength. In the NFL, you'll get destroyed if you play that style game. So, we'll we'll go over a couple last-minute observations, and we will get into our favorite Monday Minshew game. Too. Oh, Minshew, yeah, we'll get, we'll get to that. More CNR next, right here on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels.
1: We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location.